0: Week nine has certainly been wacky in the NFL, but some fantastic performances, including Mike Evans making a debate for the best wide receiver outside of Michael Thomas in fantasy. You're listening to the pre-snap and it starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar, the top rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Linestar Premium now at LinestarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pisapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Linestar app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are recapping the week that was in DFS, the things we got right the things we got wrong, and of course, how much the Jets and Browns suck at playing football, right, Chris?
1: Uh, yes that is correct <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you woke up today you you see the Dolphins with a win the Pats with the loss the 49ers still undefeated but yeah the, the Jets and the Browns look let's not like forget the, the Packers Jets the and the Browns the
0: Chargers too let's not forget that either
1: yeah the new look uh the new look Chargers I mean 38 rushing attempts I know Philip Rivers kneeled three times but 35 rushing attempts between all of their running backs uh, that was a big upset
0: yeah, it was. Uh, it's certainly a wacky day, like I said. A lot of things to get to, uh, but you know, it's funny. Let's let's start with um, let's start with the big outputs of the day because that's always a good place to start. Because honestly, a lot of these we talked at length about, and we did a pretty good job. Most of them, we were pretty right. Again, Matt Stafford threw for four hundred yards, three touchdowns. we were back in that Stafford window again with the quarterback, so uh, it's just easy right now, Chris, because the Lions don't have a running game. They missed out on a running back at the trade deadline. Now they've had more injuries, and it's just not great. So for better or for worse, it's going to be a ton of Stafford volume, and that's good news because it's still a pretty good price. The chalk was very good. Wilson and Winston gave you what you expected. This year has been kind of crazy. The chalk hasn't always worked out, but Wilson especially, five touchdowns for him. Uh another another you know good notch of the MVP belt we'll see though he's got some competition but Chris your takeaway from this Wilson Winston uh, competition here where we actually got a, an over on a high total.
1: Yeah, uh well we mentioned that that game in particular on our, on our show last week about, you know, a great game from a DFS standpoint and the Detroit one in Oakland, as you mentioned as well, that hit the, that was, there were a lot of points there and that's, that's what we expected. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, back to Seattle, I mean, Russell Wilson is QB one on the season in terms of fantasy. What does he have? 22 touchdowns, one pick. He looks great. They just add, added Josh Gordon. I don't expect a lot from Gordon moving forward, but it's just another weapon and somebody that ha- you know, on the other team that has to, you know, take gordon into consideration when when game planning against russell wilson so i i'll be honest i mean i didn't think russell wilson he wasn't really on my radar this year because i thought this was a team that was going to run the football i didn't think he was going to be as efficient but they've been great i mean we had dk Metcalf as a touchdown call so congrats um to i think matt who who checks in there as, as the winner so i mean he hooks up with lockett he hooks up with dk metcalf carson puts the ball on the ground but still comes out with over 100 yards and what it was a tough matchup a tough team to run on so definitely a tough matchup moving forward um you know, got the 49ers on monday night football that'll be interesting from both sides to see how good the niners really are and the seattle team they look really good right now
0: yeah they absolutely do and what helps that the defense isn't very good so Absolutely. that continues to help that cause because the more the defense is bad, the more Russell Wilson has to throw the football. Yeah. And throw the football, he did. Tyler Lockett, certainly the big recipient there. And uh, as well, uh, certainly another guy that we highlighted a bunch because the end zone looks he's getting, DK Metcalf, who actually had more catches than I even thought he would. But a huge day from him, too. Six for 123 and a touchdown. Lockett, two touchdowns, 13 for 152. So if you went with the hardcore stack of the Seattle Seahawks, and you faded away Chris Carson, who was still pretty good, 16 to 105. Yeah. Yeah. Still pretty good. Fumble, no touchdown, but uh, all things being said, you had a good day if you played the chalk.
1: Well, the winning lineup on FanDuel on the Sunday Million had those three guys uh, DK, <laughs> we called him a DraftKings Metcalf, uh, but he was in the winning lineup on the FanDuel um, on the Sunday Million. So you yeah, had Lockett, Metcalf, and Russell Wilson. So you had those three. And you know I believe maybe even Marvin Jones was in there as well. So yeah, the two games that we highlighted. At length, it worked out.
0: Yeah. Uh, On the other side of that, uh, Detroit came to Derek Carr with a good game, 289 for two touchdowns for him. Huge win for them going back there uh, to Oakland after being on the road for so many weeks here. And a great game also in that one from Josh Jacobs, 28 for 122 touchdowns. So terrific performance from Jacobs, a guy that uh, I know I talked about on TV at length on Sunday's show. We talked about him here too. He's a really good return on investment. I think as we get to the second half, you're going to see things start to tick up a little bit there from him. And in terms of the price is going to go up too. So I think the, pretty sure the window for value is going to be disappearing pretty quickly would you agree with that Chris
1: yeah I would agree with that you know give some credit to Derek Carr I know Detroit had allowed the most passing yards per game heading into last week but I, I you know Carr has been I think he gets a lot of heat and you know he's never really had a whole lot to work with last year he was top five in terms of completion percentage so far this season through what halfway through he he leads the NFL with a seventy one percent completion rate. So you know they have an identity in Oakland. They want to run the football with Jacobs. They have a couple weapons there and Darren Waller and Tyrell Williams. I mean, if Antonio Brown just shut his mouth, he'd be a part of something I think pretty special going on in Oakland right now. Is in Vegas, and I saw the stadium. I mean, it, it looks three quarters of the way built. There's a lot to get excited about. I think if you're a Raiders fan, um, so uh, yeah, great performance from Carr. And somebody who's widely available in season long leagues and there's six teams on bye this week and some other quarterbacks that went down like Jacoby Brissett. So you may be in a pinch. I think you could do worse than Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, moving on to obviously in terms of rushers, Josh Jacobs was good. Damian Williams had one long run with a touchdown that uh, Tyreek Hill nearly caught him. <laughs> We're actually, yeah, oh, him, I should say. Did, Not yeah, man, was that fun to watch? <laughs> Damien
1: was like, look behind, like who's touching my back? Wow. Oh yeah, well, my God. It's like, oh, oh, it's, it's, just- it's safe. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> unbelievable. That guy's such a unbelievable speed. Oh my goodness. Crazy. It is um, crazy. But look, the other guys, obviously Christian McCaffrey, uh, oh, more touchdowns, more yards. I Every mean, week. it's going to be 2000 all purpose yards here. It's going to be just a monstrous season for Christian McCaffrey. We're talking LT. Uh, we're talking um, yeah. Marshall Falk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know what? <clears throat> as as good as Lamar was last night and as good as Wilson's been, if the San Francisco 49ers beat up on the Seattle Seahawks and uh, they beat up on the Ravens too because they played them in a couple weeks, CMC might have a clear path to that MVP. Yeah. I'm it's, just it, saying.
1: It's, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to argue. We We say it every single week when his price continues to jump up, why bother fading him? There's no reason to, he was up at the 10 K mark on, on DK. What's he going to be this coming week? What's he going to be in week 11 when he plays the Falcons week 14, when he plays the Falcons, is he going to get up over 12 K? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's certainly possible. He's, he just does this every single week. He's currently RB one right now, I mean, 11 points and a half point setting ahead of Kenyon Drake, who's currently RB two. So there's a huge gap every single week. He just continues to be the man. And, there's obviously no debate. If you can go back in time when we were talking about Zeke, is Zeke gonna hold out? With Barkley, do we want Barkley? Alvin Kamara, CMC, all these guys were in the mix, and there was a, oh, you'll be happy either way. I mean, if you've got CMC, and it's possible you got a third, fourth pick overall, you're loving
0: it. Yeah, and look, there's a lot of good from the receivers too. Mike Evans, twelve for one eighty and a touchdown, so he is right in that conversation now. It's it's him, it's Nuke, it's Michael Thomas. Like those are the guys right now in terms of the tops. And it's been a very disappointing year because Juju, Odell, um, Antonio Brown, the list goes on and on of guys who have not lived up to their ABP in season-long leagues or their prices on <laughs> in daily fantasy, and Mike Evans has. Now, it's been a little boomer bust, obviously, but a lot more boom lately, and I think you take away from that. Tyree Hill 6 for 140 in the touchdown from him. Then you got Kenny Galladay, another good game, another guy. We talked about him and the pairing there would be very solid, and it was. So Kenny Galladay, Matthew Stafford, I think you can lock that up rest of the year for the foreseeable future, because that looks like it's just easy money right now, Chris.
1: Yeah, both of them. I mean, Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, they were both able to have solid days. I mean, 22 fantasy points for Marvin Jones and 22 fantasy points for Kenny Galladay. And and you're right. You said it off the top. They just don't have a run game. And this is Matthew Stafford's team. And. You know, I said last week on another show that I thought Matthew Stafford was a top five quarterback the rest of the way, and I'm going to stand by that, Uh, you know, at least a borderline top five because he's just going to continue to chuck and look at the schedule moving forward. Uh, You know, it seems decent. So uh, I like I like all three of those guys. They're going to be in a lot of my DFS lineups moving forward. And Stafford's price had jumped up this past week. We said he was still a great play but he's going to continue to be priced that way as, as, you know, a borderline top five quarterback. So there's a lot to like. And, yeah, Mike Evans, I mean, we said, I think, you know, on the show a couple times after the first two weeks when he only had six catches that he was a great buy low. And then week three he exploded for eight for 190 and three. He's been pretty solid ever since. I mean, the one game against the Saints, but he's been shut down before in the past against Marshawn Lattimore. So that was the outlier game. Everything else has been complete gold with that guy.
0: All right, so here I got a question for you here, Chris Meany. You're a smart guy. So uh, looking forward here to the tight ends. Zach Ertz, obviously, good day, 9 for 103, touchdown. We all know that. Noah yep. Fant had 3 for 115 and a touchdown. Now, obviously, he had that one big catch for a long game. But I guess the question is this. With Brandon Allen playing quarterback, at least for the immediate future, I know they're on a bye next week. Do you think that Noah Fant here starts to have a big second half? and Is he that next guy that we kind of pick out, or is this a one-off? Because if you look at it, there's been some better trends lately for Noah Fant, and I kind of wonder, maybe just maybe, is he that next value at tight end to DFS going forward, if the matchup does lend itself?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I, I believe there was like a missed tackle in that one play, the 75 yard run, but um, you know he he has been getting some looks. He's just been dropping some balls, and you know he's he's pretty talented. And then you know you put in. Brandon Allen in there, and then you have the narrative of young quarterbacks, you know, kind of relying on a safety valve and, you know, a tight end, and Cortland Sutton's always going to get those tough matchups. He's going to get the tough corner always on him, and, you know, again, an- another week where we haven't seen anything from, from Deshaun Hamilton, so I-, I-, I think so. as In terms of value, you don't want to spend up at the tight end position. He is a guy that does jump out. I mean, we I think we've mentioned him a couple times. It just hasn't worked out, but yesterday was, was the big game for him, so... Yeah, I would say a value guy. And, and no shock for me in terms of Zach Ertz. I mean, we called this. You said it exactly. He was a terrific value on DK. And I know Deshaun Jackson left that game. But I had said, you know, I was at that game against the Bills, he's just been getting double teamed. And when you don't have a guy like Deshaun Jackson to stretch the field, it's it's difficult. And Zach Ertz was... I mean, I think the first throw that Carson Wentz had was to Zach Ertz. He has nine catches, 11 targets over 100 yards. That was the Zach Ertz of last year. Now they head into their bye and they play the Pats next week. It looks like Deshaun Jackson will be available and you'll have Stefan Gilmore likely on him, maybe a little bit of Alshon too. But I think Zach Ertz going forward is, is somebody to keep an eye on as well, as long as Jackson is on the field because it does take away some of that top coverage.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. And uh, another thing that you nailed, too, is Ryan Fitzpatrick. We talked about him on the show last week. Uh, And if you are new to us and just finding us, make sure you go over to anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and subscribe to the pre-snap because we got three shows a week, uh, breaking down DFS, uh, breaking down the week that was, and, of course, our Friday wagering show with myself and Mike Randall. So get in there and give us a five star review if you do listen yeah. to the show on a regular basis. And if you did, you had Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I know I did because you and mm. I chatted about him and it was a huge upset. there not huge, but like a, a huge moment there, at least with the Dolphins, the Dolphins revenge game against Adam <laughs> Gase. So amazing. I got to tell you, man, as far as like what? <laughs> here's the question I've been asking all day. I will ask it of you. Who is more upset right now? Jet fans for losing to the Dolphins. Or Dolphins fans for beating the Jets?
1: Yeah, I would say Jets fans are more upset. Honestly, I know a couple Dolphins fans, and yeah, I'm sure it's, you know, bittersweet that they won, but to beat Adam Gase and to beat the Jets inside the division, I mean, you can still get. First overall pick. I mean, moving forward, looking at the schedule and I was looking this morning, I do feel like the Dolphins will have a worse record, but we still have the Bengals in that conversation as well. There's a lot of poor football teams in the NFL, man. Uh, but, but I mean, going forward, I, w- I would say the Jets still finish with a better record. But I think Dolphins fans, they should be happy. They should be happy with this. I mean, I know they want first overall pick. It's still very possible.
0: Yeah, and it's speaking of bad... And and it was, well, look, let's talk about Sam Darnold a little bit too, because I think a lot of people like Sam Darnold and like the jets in this game. Yeah. Not a good, not a good investment in daily. We tried to, I think we tried to push people away from that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I know Mike Randall and I were not too keen on this game either, but I think when you look back on it, it was all right there. And Sam Darnold right now is in trouble. I mean, the bears are in trouble. The bears are the most disappointing team to me so far. Sure. I had expectations that Trubisky would be just less inconsistent that David Montgomery would get a huge workload and they would play defense and win football games. They are not. So who are you more worried about right now? Trubisky or Sam Darnold?
1: Trubisky. Trubisky probably um yeah Sam Darnold looks bad he looks lost he looks confused uh you know he had that one solid game against Dallas after missing what four weeks with with mono and it looked like it was trending up and then everything since has been bad I know that one game against the Pats I mean the ghost talk he throws four picks I mean that was against the Pats but you know even in the last two games has been has been brutal I, I, I kind of put this on Adam Gase He's just not putting him in in good situations to succeed I mean what was the play they were on the second there and I don't know what the play call was, but he ends up throwing a pick and it looked brutal. Like you have left bell guys. What are you doing? Just hand it off to him. Like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I know Bell, especially early, I think in the first quarter, he had more carries than he had the week before. It's just it's just inexcusable. And there's all that talk With Gase didn't want anything to do with him. They tried to trade him, and the Steelers, I mean, Adam Schefter confirmed that the Steelers checked in on Lev Bell. Imagine that. They acquired Lev Bell. Well, I think that tells crazy. you how
0: banged up Connor is, too. And Samuels is the guy yes. we talked about a lot. Samuels, obviously, had a pretty decent ton day. Not wait, but yeah, a ton of catches. So there you go. It wasn't like the hugest game, but still a very solid return, and that's what we're getting at. Um, but I think it tells you Connor's in, in trouble there a little bit. And I think yeah. they're a little worried. The Bears are in of, trouble. You're right, though. The, oh, Bears, Bears, the Bears are in are absolute gone, trouble.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just looks so bad, the fact that they traded up to get Trubisky. What was he, one-year quarterback in, in North Carolina? It just Well, looks, that's the
0: thing. They traded up all so that to move up, right? And then there's Deshaun Watson sitting there.
1: There's yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes sitting
0: there. So to whiff on two guys that are probably the two best quarterbacks in the league to take him and move that capital, and then let's not forget they moved a ton of draft capital too. Ton for Khalil Mack. Didn't have
1: a first round pick this year, right? Yeah, that's they what don't mean, have a like, first round
0: pick. It's, it's absolutely bananas. So they are they are in for a penny, in for a pound with Trubisky, and it is not great. It's and and look, it's it's thing can be said too for these teams that passed on Lamar Jackson, which oh, yeah. I I kept saying at the time I thought this was a huge mistake. I thought Jackson was a top five overall pick. I thought he was arguably the second or third best quarterback in that draft easily made it take him a little bit longer but after last night i don't think anybody's having uh arguments about that uh but the browns you know right now uh, i'll take the heat on this one i had a brown stack man in one lineup in the millionaire because i figured nobody's on it let's start this a week early let's go Allen's gonna have a hard time moving the chains guess what same old browns same old nonsense no go just bad across the board and uh and there's of course the press conference afterwards, where we went from beard to Fu Manchu to weird, creepy mustache of the guy who obviously did it on Law and Order SVU. So that was your <laughs> transformation there, uh, over just in one in one short uh, one short four hour span there for Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah, it's oh man, it, just when you think it can't get worse, it's just continuing to get worse. And again, a lot of I, I give Denver's defense you know some credit, but again, it's it's Freddie Kitchens. It's taken out Nick Chubb on third and one, fourth and one it's 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 a lot I mean it's it's Odell Beckham Jr. not getting a ton of targets he's got one touchdown I mean look at Baker too he's tied for 28th in the league with seven passing touchdowns Ryan Tannehill has played what three games three games this season he's got six Brian yeah. Hoyer just played three quarters and has four fewer than than Baker Mayfield Matt Moore has played two games and has three fewer so it's it's really really bad I don't know how it how it's going to change going forward I think Freddie Kitchens is is a one and done it's very clear I don't want to put everything on Baker. Obviously, extremely overhyped and, and looking very overrated at this point. But it's bad in Cleveland right now. It, it really is, not I don't know if it's going to turn around. I really don't. And Kareem Hunt coming back soon. I just hope that Nick Chubb. Well, that's not going to cure everything. No, it's not. But I just, I just wonder about Nick Chubb now moving forward. Like, I just, just don't know what's going on with this offense. So yeah, this is this whole team is going to be a stay away from me. And I think they're only like three point dogs against Buffalo. Actually, it may even be favored, but I don't even like them against the Bills this week.
0: Yeah. Well, look, in terms of injuries, Brissett being out, we'll see yeah, how they long they are favored he's by the... two and a half. <laughs> it's a tough, tough loss there for the Colts to just keep, you know, again, just gets harder and harder. No T.Y., no Brissett, so. Tough, yes, tough. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to fade Under away from lot them of now. Uh, Deshaun Jackson re-injured, as we talked about, so uh, that's no good. And Adam Thielen now is going to miss some time. Oh, great. He just came yeah. back, and now he's gone again, so that sucks as well. Sucks for Cousins. It sucks for Adam Thielen, so they're not going to be available for us in DFS for quite some time, but luckily there's other people to have. Let's talk about Monday-Thursday. we got Cowboys-Giants tonight, and by the way, next week, I can't wait to get to it, the Jets-Giants. Oh, my goodness, is that going to be fun? Uh, But anyway, Cowboys-Giants on Monday night, and of course on Thursday night, next week you're going to get the Chargers and Raiders. So what's your approach to the Monday-Thursday slate with those teams that I just rattled off?
1: Um yeah it's a good one. I mean I I like Zeke obviously if you if there's one back I would I would pay for him as opposed to Barkley. Um, you know the Chargers, the, the Chargers are interesting moving forward too. Like I said, kind of a new look offense. They fire the OC and they run the ball thirty plus times. I mean, Melvin Gordon wasn't super efficient, but he's never really been all that efficient throughout his career. But it's positive that he had twenty carries, got the goal line work, found the end zone twice to to make his day solid. RB three, but Austin Eckler was also involved too. So. I think it's I think it's kind of bad news for for guys like Keenan Allen and I know Mike Williams is decent Hunter Henry but I think they're, they're going to try to change their tune a little bit and and use these running backs on of the offensive line is not great but like I said Oakland has an identity they really do so interesting slate Monday Thursday there's four running backs that you, where you could go I mean Zeke Barkley and Josh Jacobs we talked about and then you know melvin gordon or you want to get a little cute with austin eckler so interesting to to go either way but i i would imagine that the points the most points are probably scored in this football game tonight i mean that's kind of where i would go fitting guys that way
0: yeah all right uh let's move on and do our fun little business here which is we like to do a little hot take of the week ahead uh i wish i had more to add to that but i think chris basically just nailed it so there there's your monday thursday right there in a nutshell but two minutes nah. two minutes Efficiency is great. I love efficiency. Don't you, right. by the way, how was Vegas? Did you, did you make any uh, fun things? I know you saw the hockey game there. True. How was the hockey game?
1: Man, the hockey game was phenomenal. I've been to a good dozen arenas around in the NHL and how one me take the cake, man, they've only been in the, in the NHL for a couple of years. The atmosphere was electric. And just sitting in the in the chair, like 10 minutes before the game, they which you don't see on TV, they put on this show. They really do put on a show. A night comes out, and they have some fun, and your seat is just vibrating from the sound. It, it is fantastic. I mean, the atmosphere outside, it's just a perfect setup. You know, there's a lot, a lot of people with there's some pubs and some walking around. They bring in a night through, like, this little, I don't know, I don't know what he was on. He was on some sort of wagon and they just goes right through the the part of the stadium and and into the stadium. And then that's when you see him, you know, 10 minutes before the game. So it's Vegas, you know, all about Vegas. They like to put on shows. They do a really good job. And I was able to see the stadium there where the Raiders are going to play. And I wonder what the atmosphere is going to be like there next season or in two years, whenever it does happen. So yeah, it was good. It was a great time. If anybody's a hockey fan, I highly recommend checking out a game.
0: All right, there you go. There's the, uh, there's the review from Chris Meany there. Little uh, impulsive. I don't know. What am I doing? Eh, feeling cute. My flight to Vegas. Hang out. Watch a hockey game. You know, just random. Whatever Thursday afternoon for Chris Manning. That's the life man. he lives. Yes. Yeah, that's you. That's uh, must be nice. Must be nice. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to uh, week that line ten. Star money, you know. That, that, that yeah, line, it, I got that line. Yeah, you, you get the line star app, you win in DFS, right? I I mean, they the had Fitzpatrick money. as the second most valued quarterback. The second, it was right there in front of us, right there. This is yeah. why you need the line
0: star app, it's why you should be using it, it's why you should have the uh, upgraded product. It's <laughs> worth it, man. If you are serious about DFS, or if you're somebody who's like getting into DFS and the, all of a sudden you're you know, season-long teams haven't really done well. And you're trying to pivot yeah. off of that. Yeah, come join us, man. And sure. uh, I could win all the line star and do all the line star money in the world. Doesn't matter. I got two kids, so I, I can't just pick up and go to Vegas like Chris can because uh, he's he's much much cooler than I am at this uh, stage. Yeah, of the yeah. yeah. No, that's no, true. All right, uh, let's move on here. Ravens at Bengals. Uh, we already talked about the Thursday game, so let's start with these hot take. Uh, obviously, this is going to be a huge huge game here where Lamar Jackson ownership probably threw the roof off that last one. And I can't blame them, especially Ryan Finley. I don't know what he is, but are we going to see like the second thing here where the Broncos replace quarterbacks and won a game? Well, the Bengals replace quarterbacks and win a game. I think not, but (laughs) that's right.
1: I forgot Ryan Finley is in there. Um, Right. So it's only a 10 point spread. (laughs) I would jump on that immediately. You know, looking at Lamar Jackson only because, uh, you know, at the athletic, I produce a, a Bengals podcast. So I've, I've heard you know Paul Danier Jr and and Jay Morrison who covered the Bengals at the Athletic just talk about the struggles in two years against Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson earlier in the season 19 carries 152 yards against the Bengals and then last year 26 carries 119 yards against the Bengals. So he has just that's that's almost 300 rushing yards in two games against Cincinnati. So they have so many injuries with their linebackers and their secondary that yeah, I would imagine Lamar Jackson's going to be pretty chalky. But it's not going to be wrong.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I look, you had me at uh, you had me at Bengals. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's be honest, uh, the Bills at Browns. I mean, it just keeps getting better here. Devin yeah. Singletary, we kind of didn't touch base yeah, on. That's we right. should. Nice yeah, that's right. Nice game for him. Great I would game. like very much to see Devin Singletary kind of take this and roll with it the yeah. rest of the season. And I think this is a good matchup here. You don't love that it's on the road, but at the same time, I think, you know, he might be a nice flex play coming into this week at DFS and uh, give me those, uh that Bill's defense, that Bill's secondary, who's very good against Baker Mayfield. After all the stats and all the things you just talked about, my goodness, I'm feeling some Bill's defense this week too.
1: Yeah, for sure, absolutely, you you have to. I mean, both these quarterbacks actually have turned the ball over quite a bit. So, I mean, it could be the the last game from Chubb before Cream Hunt gets in there, and then Singletary. You know, the buy low window in season long leagues have it's it's closed, and he, you know he is a guy that we need to really focus on here in the second half because the big takeaway for me when. You know, the Bills played the Eagles a couple weeks ago. It was, you know, Philadelphia's a tough team to run on. They were down in that game. And I wondered if that's why Singletary was getting all that play. But a team in Washington where they really controlled the game and they were up in the game, it was just a whole lot of Singletary. 20 carries. Gore has a couple opportunities from the one to get in. He got stuffed every time. And then Singletary was the goal line back the rest of the way. So Singletary is certainly trending up. He's a guy that I want a piece of moving forward.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed again. Uh, and look uh, Kareem hunt first came back. I'm not going to get involved in that. I want to wait and see now they got the lions who have no running game against the bears who are not very good against the run anymore. So it's a shame that they don't match up there. (laughs) Uh, but again, it's the same kind of thing for me, which is, I I can't get super excited about this. I will start to get involved with Montgomery a little bit now because the touchdown upside's definitely been there. It's starting a little more consistent. They are at home. Are you fading away from Jones, Galladay, and and Stafford at all? Or are you going to keep pounding the pavement here with them against the Bears?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to continue to pound. Uh, I think I like it, and I am interested in Montgomery. At least, as, you know, he wasn't efficient against the Eagles, but he's the goal line back. He ran those couple touchdowns in to to save his day, but. This is somebody now who has 41 carries in his last two games. It's very positive, you know. You, I've heard you say numerous times. You know, it's a little colder in Chicago. This is a time of the year where some teams rely on the on the ground game, and Mitch Trubisky does does not look good. I mean, and poor Allen Robinson, right? I mean, Robinson has a brutal game, and it's it's large in part because of Mitch Trubisky. So I, I think they just turn the page here, and they just continue to pound the rock with Dave Montgomery. This season is. It's lost. I mean, it really is. And, and Trubisky's not going to help his case moving forward.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, Giants, Jets, this is what you've all been waiting for. Oh,
1: man. Should I pick uh, the Giants in Survivor? I'm looking. It's a tough week. Uh, yeah,
0: I am, I'm still alive <laughs> in Survivor, too. You mean that? I'm down, it's down to three people. We all advance for the third straight week now. Yeah,
1: were you on the Niners? I, I was, uh, I was yeah, on, the I Niners on the Niners, and I yeah. easily could have been on Green Bay, and I'm, I'm lucky I didn't do it. But looking oh, yeah. ahead oh, of this week, I was too.
0: No, week 10, um, for me, I think I have the Ravens available this week for me.
1: Okay. I'm almost positive Lucky. I have the
0: Ravens, and if I don't have the Ravens, I have another one that was pretty decent. I have to go back and look, uh, but yeah, I, I almost—I was kind of like you. I was like, eh, Packers, like, nah, don't yeah. get, don't get cute, never get cute in survivor pools. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah, when you get cool. cute, and people take the Jets, that's what happens. So yes. Jets, Giants. <laughs> can I interest you in oh, some of this, man. or do you want to wait and see what happens to tonight with the uh, G Men?
1: Yeah, I just don't. No, about the Jets. I just can't. I can't anymore. I mean, Robbie Anderson with no Xavier Howard, you would expect him to have more than, what, two catches? He doesn't show up. Herndon's active, doesn't even get a target. Lev Bell is is not getting the workload that i feel like he should and sam donald looks brutal so i'm just gonna stay away from the Jets. if i would pick one guy it's jamison crowder i mean he's been the one constant so far this year who's been good and i guess i'll wait and see what what happens with the giants but you know i'm gonna like the giants more than the jets you know next week that's for sure
0: Yeah, oh, god what a cluster that's i know gonna be. Right? and i get to be there live in the morning doing my tv shows from there that's gonna be so fun it's gonna be so much fun. To and by the way, if you want to go check out, you know, a little TV uh, DFS talk, eight AM on YouTube on FNTSY. I do the DFS Today Show, and then I do nice. the uh, Roto Expert Show right after that at nine. So it's free. It's on YouTube. It's on Zumo TV. And uh, let me tell you, I'm gonna be live from there, and I can't wait to see the miserable faces walk in. I do it live from <laughs> the FanDuel Sportsbook. We're right in the uh, racetrack studio there, nice. and uh, it is hilarious to watch. Uh, like. I can't. The negativity surrounding that building is going. I'm just gonna, ah, I'm just gonna suck it <laughs> I all in. Man. A lot I love of it. sour fans. Uh, in that I love game. it so good. Chiefs of Titans. So we hope we get Mahomes back for this mm. one. And uh, I'm gonna go right back to the well, man. I'm ready. Everyone will be on Lamar. If you want to pivot off that, but you want a high end quarterback, why not the little Mahomes action? First game back with Tyreek Hill. Um, you can have the Titans. I don't want them. Nope. Cardinals, Bucks. Um, I'll tell you what, it's hard not to get excited because it's been a while since Larry Fitzgerald and these guys were really, you know, worth anything. Yeah. But I think Fitz and Kirk are worth something this week against the Bucks, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah, Fitz has been pretty quiet. Um, and Kirk had he had a few targets, but he was shut down. And that's the 49ers for you. I mean, they're just the, the defense there is is pretty legit. So yeah, I'm interested. I mean, that's got a high total already, fifty three and a half. There's going to be a lot to like about that game.
0: Ooh. Yeah, uh, let me tell you, it's, it's even
1: Ronald Jones. I mean, he's not he has some been great, great 20 you know? touches yesterday. Yeah, right. that's, that's a positive.
0: Any Kenyon Drake carryover for you or are you worry with DJ coming back to I mean, look, these are our hot takes. So we're going to yeah. break the whole thing down for your Thursday, like always. But how do you Absolutely. feel about this one?
1: Uh, you know, if it was anybody else in the Bucks, I mean, they've just been so solid against the run. But Kenyon Drake did have a pretty solid game. Free Drake. It was nice to see because he's been trapped in Miami with brutal coaching and and getting you know out touched by running backs that I think are worse than him. So I, I you know, it was happy for Drake to to go to a team that would use him, and he looked good. But this is this is a tough matchup against against the Bucks. I still think with all these teams on buy in season long formats, it'd probably be and rb2 maybe he'll catch a few balls at the backfield he had four grabs so uh yeah if there's no dj i mean maybe an rb2 but I, w- I probably won't go there in dfs
0: yeah i agree uh let's move on to the next one here you got uh, uh falcons back and uh who do you get coming off the bye the saints okay, oh boy in new orleans so we will be a ton of points in this one i mean If there's ever a week for Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, that's the thing, man. You got to pick your quarterback poison here. You got Brees. You got Lamar Jackson with a great matchup. Uh, You could argue even Matt Ryan if you want to go a little apo taco there. There's there's some guys out there. Mahomes coming back. There's a lot of choices.
1: Yeah, Jameis and, and his weapons and, and Evans and Godwin against Arizona. So, yeah, there certainly is a, a lot of choices. Yeah, and, and, you know, you could get Alvin Kamara back, too. We know about the Falcons and how they can't tackle and, and cover running backs who can catch. And I think even even if De- Alvin Kamara does come back, I think Latavius Murray will still be in play against this Falcons team. I mean, they, they're right now they're 12 and a half point favorites. You figure at home if they are indeed up. You know, 10 points, 12 points in the second half. We could see a little bit of Latavius getting the goal line work. Maybe they'll ease off Kamara coming back. So, yeah, a lot to like about the Saints for sure.
0: All right. Uh, dolphins, Colts. Ugh, man, I actually kind of like the Dolphins. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, and God. the Colts are favored by 11. I'm pretty shocked. And oh, that, Jacoby that. Brissett dealing with an MCL. I, I Mike Randall's
0: going to have a heart attack Ooh. on Friday's show, if that's still the line by the time we get to Friday. Ooh,
1: man, and it was 10, I think, this morning. It's moved. I'm I'm a little confused with that. We had T.Y. Hilton's out three weeks, three or four yeah. weeks. No Hilton,
0: no Brissett. Ah, I mean, I get yeah. it. They're still a better football team. But the Dolphins mm. have played better. Like They have. Ryan lot. Fitzpatrick
1: has done a decent job. I mean, seven Sesson Williams okay. is showing up. Devontae Parker is Eleven? showing up. Nah. Yeah, 11 a don't like much. That.
0: All right. Yeah. Rams and Steelers. Rams coming off a of bye. Steelers, obviously more banged up again. Um, I would imagine the Rams go in there and win this game. So yeah. I don't know how excited I am about a fantasy outlet from it, but it looks pretty good, at least from, you know, the Cooper cup aspect, right?
1: Yeah. Cooper cup for sure. I mean, you can get contrarian with cooks. He's has, he's been pretty invisible and, and Robert Woods, those those will be contrarian plays, but Cooper cup is, he's the guy that you want. And, and even Todd Gurley, last time we saw him against a, a very poor Bengals team who they've given up almost 200 rushing yards per game. He was very mediocre. Only had 44 yards in the ground. Todd Gurley doesn't have a hundred rushing yards yet this season. Yeah. It just goes to show what his year is like.
0: And I'll tell you what too, like, you know, it's uh, the, lines are up with all the cornerback matchups there. That's really helpful to, and they've got to get woods going too. Cause I want, I mean, yeah. it's time to get woods back in the fold and get him going. Then you got the Panthers at Packers. So you'll get CMC and a little Aaron Rodgers there. That should be fun. We'll see if the Packers can bounce back after that embarrassing loss to the chargers. And it's a capital E on embarrassing. We'll oh, yeah. see how much uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to cost us all. And last, uh, but not least, you got the uh, primetime games, Vikings, no Adam Thielen. Uh, against the Cowboys in Dallas and Seahawks at 49ers. Those are two excellent primetime games. So very excited about those. How about you, Chris?
1: Oh yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to that Monday night football game between Seattle and San Fran. I want to see, I want to see Jimmy. I know Jimmy G they could, they usually run the football in San Fran and it was a perfect opportunity against Arizona to run the football. And then Garoppolo throws four passing touchdowns and he just throws all over them. So I, I think he'll be tested as well. I think he'll have to throw the football and yeah, really looking forward to that matchup and be interested to see how Minnesota's offense looks going forward. Cause I mean, Stefan Diggs is going to get top coverage now without Adam Thielen around and who's going to step up. Cause I know it was Laqu- Laquan Treadwell. You know, he led the way with 58 receiving yards. I don't think we can really count on him moving forward. Is Herb Smith going to get more touches? Does it mean Dalvin Cook is going to catch four or five balls every single game? Who's going to be the guy to step up with Thielen's going to miss a couple weeks? So it'll be interesting going forward as well, because I think there'll be some value with some of those other guys in DFS.
0: All right. So that'll do it for us. Again, make sure you head over and follow us at LineStar app at LineStar NFL. And of course, follow me and Chris at Chris Media and at Joe Pizza P's P17. P's we'll be back again Thursday for the full takes and breakdowns, as always. So make sure you subscribe to the show, give us five star review, and uh, enjoy the content here at LineStar. Great stuff as always. And uh, we'll be back on Friday as well. Mike Randall and I breaking down that Line Star app schedule for wagering as well. So That'll put this one in the books. There's nothing left to do now except break the huddle here on the pre-snap because it's time to sit down win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Beattie.